Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, yo. Say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there, and I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first. Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. Before we get started with the news, I want to say thanks to new patrons, Edward Bustos, Casey Kitchen, Demaniac John Ingalls, Daniel Hamilton, and Do Work Son 86. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to try to keep this brief today. What's in the news? Oh, Ricochet's totally getting buried, according to Dave Meltzer. So we have to say... on Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, saying that Vince must be souring on the former U.S. champion uh, with adding the, that Riddick Moss's victory over Ricochet on Raw last night was, quote, a burial without a doubt, mm. and, uh, but noted that Vince could, quote, change his mind next week. Of those two statements, the only one I actually really believe is the second one, that Vince could change his mind about basically anything next week. Um, you see something, a talent like Ricochet, uh, get humiliated by Brock Lesnar at Super Showdown. Yeah. And then the following Raw, lose to a dude who's been on the main, ro- or main roster for four weeks, mm-hmm. who's 24-7 champion, and you think, you try to make sense of something that's nonsensical. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Yeah. And in his mind, uh, and he could be right. Dave Meltzer. Uh, yeah. yeah. He could be right. I'm just pessimistic on his particular point of view. Um, in his mind, the only way to explain this is that Vince doesn't like Ricochet anymore, and therefore he's getting buried. So I'm between a rock and a hard place here because you have the history of WWE over the last 12 months, which, yes, you've seen guys like Cedric Alexander mm-hmm. um, to a degree, although they're really trying to push through Humberto Carrillo. Um, I mean, he might be the new U.S. champion within between now and Mania. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and so but then lately on Raw, they have been doing this thing called telling stories and they've been okay at it. There has been actually some pretty decent stories being told there. I find it very difficult to believe. That was amazing. I find it very difficult to believe that somebody of Ricochet's caliber would be punted down the roster. This feels, given how specific him losing to Riddick Moss was, they suspended the 24-7 rules. Commentary, as you noted on our Raw review, which is live now, commentary was going over and over. Uh, Ricochet's sort of loss of confidence or his, his, his well, decimation at beat Brock. Up, yeah. um, due to his match against Brock at, at Crown Royal, he came out with his, his leg wrapped up in tape. Uh, the story was kind of uh, in, in the fact that Ricochet couldn't get Riddick, Rick Moss up for the Benadriller, all playing the story of Ricochet is beat up, and therefore, since he got beat up by Brock so bad, he couldn't even beat Riddick Moss. Yeah. Now, I mean, given that Buddy Murphy right now is a tag champion, they found something for him to do. I don't know, man. I kind of feel like this is a story for Ricochet, and he'll bounce back. That's my hope too. I mean, he might very well be in the uh, in the Andre the Battle Andre the Giant Battle Royal come WrestleMania, but I do feel like there is more ahead for Ricochet. I agree. I don't really think this is an actual burial. No, so I'm pessimistic on the idea that he's getting buried or punished for something, whatever that might be. Uh, he's continually, since his uh, call-up about a year ago, more than that, 
featured heavily, former U.S. champion. Yeah. Um, and nothing's really changed. He's still yeah. exceptional in the ring. Yeah. Um, it, you know, he's improved on the mic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, granted, it's Vince. You know, he, he his whims will lead him in various directions. He was heavily also pushing the thread of, I'm not the best, I'm not the strongest, but I'm a superhero, and I'll persevere. I've got the most heart. I think that this storyline plays into that yeah. thread. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, are we being foolishly optimistic? It's possible. Entirely possible. It's Vince possible. has been known to, to, on a whim to say, I'm not going to put this person on TV anymore. I have a hard time believing it. After one week... Yeah, I know. Really, just one episode of Raw. I that mean, this is the case. With less Ricochet. than a week after, I mean, dude, he went to to Saudi Arabia, had a title match. Yes, I know he got decimated, but he was also the reason Brock Lesnar lost the Royal Rumble, or one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or uh, Ricochet, they might send him to NXT Japan. Oh, look whoa, that segue. whoa! According to the Wrestling Observer Radio, the same episode where you talk about burying Ricochet. <laughs> we just we just attempted to debunk. WWE has been in talks with All Japan Pro Wrestling about a possible partnership to coincide with the launch of NXT Japan. Apparently, WWE is looking to launch the subsidiary later this year. Former All Japan Pro oh, Wrestling... Sorry, I didn't include his name. One second. Oh, okay. Uh, the former All Japan Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestling president is headed to the WWE Performance Center this coming May to do some there, guest training. His name. his name is Jun Akiyama. Um, and somebody on Twitter said, Oh, I want to go. Oh, Chad Gable, Shorty G said, uh, can I go when he's there? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said it at the WWE performance center in May to do some guest training. They've got an all-star lineup of guest trainers. Really do. It's terrific. Uh, so this of course has led to speculation that all Japan pro wrestling and NXT are working towards a potential partnership. This kind of flies in the face of what we had heard. Although I guess a partnership might be different than an all out purchase. purchase yeah. Where, uh, the, the, that was the rumor a couple months ago that new, uh, that, uh, WWE was trying to purchase Pro Wrestling Noah, correct? Uh, to then turn that into NXT Japan. Yeah, I maybe mean, they they you know given the situation there politically, mm-hmm. maybe they found that's not as untenable mm-hmm. to go in and purchase a Japanese wrestling promotion. So they're maybe uh, kind of using the template they followed in the United Kingdom, where they formed their own uh, NXT subsidiary there and forged partnerships with other local promotions, Progress, yeah. ICW, mm-hmm. etc. Um, to help fill the roster. So maybe that's the kind of tack they're taking in Japan as well. We had heard last week, week prior, that they had spoke to Antonio Inoki mm-hmm. and uh, uh, mm-hmm. Roshi Hase, mm-hmm. maybe, um, who's a, a politician in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. About, you know, maneuvering the, the political waters um, to try to make this happen. Um, so who knows? Who knows yeah. if it'll ever come to fruition? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that seems to be the smart move there because I'm not sure if they just want to sort of dive into the waters just with their own performance center and their own promotion without forging some sort of alliance over I know, there. I know. I mean, it's like, why would anybody... Especially given what happened or the perception is with NXT UK where they pretty much uh, decimated yeah. the local scene to a degree. Um, I would understand why uh, every Japanese promotion would be wary mm-hmm. of having uh, NXT subsidiary come in there, given that uh, Japanese wrestling industry seems to be going pretty strong right now. Yeah, they'll start freezing all the talent. They'll start you know, locking them into long-term contracts, freezing out all the talent from going to NXT Japan. So, you know, yeah, smart to, to forge an alliance there. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, forge an alliance with TV. 
Could've this is better. next one. Next one, yeah, I could have done better with that one. Uh, Dark I was Side waiting Ring. for you to try to, to, to segue I don't know in, if you had more to talk about with this uh, NXT Japan story. Anyways, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, uh, it's coming back. Uh, today we learned the Season 2 lineup from Variety. This uh, is a great lineup. It's a pretty stacked lineup. So PW Insider, I believe, yesterday said it was coming back this spring. It's been confirmed. March 24th will be the debut episode of Season 2, a two-hour season debut featuring Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. Wow. Uh, Variety has a full lineup of the episodes of the upcoming season. This is directly from Variety. Quote, the season will also feature episodes on the murder of Dino Bravo, the Brawl for All tournament that led to career-ending injuries. That's going to be amazing. That's going to be fantastic. That's going to be great. The career of ECW star New Jack. Uh, David Schultz's violent run-in with a 2020 reporter. Yes. A? Yeah, John Stossel. John Stossel. No, John like Stossel. A, it's not just a 2020 reporter. It's John <laughs> the Stossel. 2020, the 2020, the icon himself. I know. Uh, the death of Nancy Argentino. Uh, Jimmy Snookus, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Snookus' girlfriend. The yeah. story of tag team wrestling legends Hawk and Animal. Herb Abrams' attempt to build a wrestling empire. And the story of Owen Hart's death during a WWE pay-per-view. These are really terrific. Mm-hmm. The uh, the first season, I watched, I think, two of the, what, six or eight episodes that they had. Mm-hmm. And I this was every time I, I, I need to get back on that mm-hmm. and watch the rest of them. But these are topics... That I'm much more interested than than I think. In well, the, the Montreal like, Screwjob one was really good. The Death of Bruiser, Bruiser Brody one was really good. That I want to check out. I just I've seen so much info already on the Montreal Screwjob, and because I watched that one, and I liked that the revelation that Cornette yeah, claims that was that kind he of was, the new yeah. information in that one because that story's been told countless times. But yeah. Cornette's perspective is, is yeah, new. Sure, it feels like at least. And then uh, the Bruiser Brody one, I had watched a bunch of shoot interviews about that, and it's like I, I really love the the presentation that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't mind checking that one out. Um, and there was one I think on the Von Erichs as well. Yeah. Is that right? Um, and then uh, Miss Elizabeth too, I believe. Right? Mm. Oh, is it? Okay, I thought so. But this this lineup is stellar. I mean, the David Schultz one, man, none of these. And it's funny because like the one image that we've seen for this next season, and we're assuming it has to do with the New Jack episode. But we figured it'd be an episode specifically on the mass, mass transit, transit incident. Yeah, incident. But to do a whole episode on New Jack, I wonder if New Jack's going to do an interview for it. Oh, I would imagine so. I'd be shocked if he didn't. I know. You know. I mean, he's never shied away from any interviews, and and he is candid about everything. And mm-hmm. you never know, like how much he's uh, uh, exaggerating exactly, or you yeah. know whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's always an entertaining interview to watch. So uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. That's really cool stuff. March twenty fourth. Maybe we'll review some of those on our Patreon, uh, or maybe even on News Briefs. Who knows? Who knows? We'll talk about it a little possible. bit. I'm sure. Anyways. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Hey man, let's try to get this one up to 503 likes. Sounds good to me. How about that? It's Super Tuesday. Let's get Super 503 likes. I voted. I did too, man. You just have to take my word for it. No, though. you didn't. If you don't, if you're not wearing the sticker. Didn't last time you didn't have the sticker? I think the 20, the midterms. I had the sticker. You didn't have the sticker. This is a, a presidential primary. This is you really got to declare. It's important stuff. Oh, those midterms. Those are important. Those are important. Blue wave, baby. Yeah. Anyways, 503 likes. Uh, this is just slowly turning into a politics podcast. We're just running away people left and right or right. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for watching until next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Oh boy.
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.